Hey, everybody. Welcome to Wine and Basketball. I am Erin, and I am not here with Maria tonight. Um, she, we've been having like a hard time getting together for this podcast because she has moved back to Atlanta. So she's not in Boston in her regular, um, routine. She's actually back in Atlanta. Um, so tonight I have my friend, Mike Dynan. Hi, Mike. Hi, Erin. How are you? Thank you for having me. Yes. I'm thank great. you for coming on. Sorry. I'm so looking late. forward to this. Yes. I'm, I'm happy that, that you're on cause you're one of my favorite my favorite. Oh, thank you. Fans. Yes. Yes. <laughs> thank um, you. I'm blushing. Yes. Okay. Um, so, um, yeah, so you're a Celtics fan. You are a, a fan like me, right? Cause you were are from somewhere else and you became a fan of the Celtics. So how did you become a fan of the Celtics? That's correct. Um, I grew up in Brooklyn, New York, and this is a, quite a while ago. I won't tell you how old I am, but it was a long time ago. Um, my best friend, his name is Joe. Uh, he and I didn't follow any basketball teams. We were more baseball, football oriented back then. But we were teenagers, and uh, he read an article in Sports Illustrated by a Celtic named Frank Ramsey, who most people now wouldn't know, but he's number 23 in the rafters. And Frank Ramsey um, had this article with illustrations where he gave away all of his tricks of the trade, where he used to draw fouls. He was a flopper, to be honest. And uh, my friend said, hey, this, I like this guy, and I think I'm going to root for the Celtics. So if he was rooting for the Celtics, so was I. And we still both are Celtics fans, and we still go to games together, even though I live in Rhode Island now, and he lives still in New York. And But he comes up, or I go down there, and we go see them play. And uh, I never regretted that because I would have been a Knicks fan otherwise. Oh, yes. I'm glad you're not a Knicks fan because that, <clears throat> yeah. that is a mess. <laughs> That's a mess. I'm always so thankful that that our team is so well put together and and Danny Ainge is the the GM, and he is so smart. I see some other, like, random things happening, and I'm just, like, I'm so, like, just, I'm so happy. And, like, when when there was this, all this, like, trade stuff about Capella and stuff, and, like, people, like, were just so on it, I was, like, like, he would never do that. Like, he would never, he would never do that. Right. Well, we're, we're very fortunate that um, the Celtics have been the most successful team in NBA history. And that's something that makes me happy, of course. And, uh, you know, it could it's just luck of the draw. But uh, I don't know how people like who root for the Sacramento Kings. I don't know how they do it. It would be I tough. Know. I know. It would be. We had some years, though, that were bad. Like, you were there for, I mean, I wasn't there for the 90s, but you were there for the 90s, and that was pretty, that was a pretty bad struggle. The 90s was a a vast wasteland for the Celtics. (laughs) They were, they were terrible, and they were irrelevant. That was the two worst things you could be. So they were like the Kings. They were like the Kings. Yeah, but fortunately, (laughs) it didn't last forever. The 2008 year, um was just like a blessing. 
Uh, I thought for a while there I was never going to see another championship. But yeah. they did it. And now we just have to try to do it again because it's been too long. Yes, yes. They'll, I'm, I, think they'll, I think they'll do it again. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. <laughs> yes. So uh, tomorrow's the trade deadline. Um, right. do, you, do you want to see any, anyone from our most lovable, likable team to go away? I don't really want to see anyone traded, although, um, or because uh, things are going so well right now. Yes. Everyone is together. It's not, I mean, I'm glad they're likable, but it's more than that to me. It's uh, that they are really pulling together and playing for each other. Last year, obviously, that didn't happen. Um, I would like to see them get somebody to um, come off the bench and be a scorer. You know, the name Davis Bertans has been brought up. He's on the Wizards, and if they could somehow trade for him and not have to give up anybody significant, that would really help. The guy shoots 42% from three, and... uh, that is exactly the kind of player they could use. But okay. it's been five years since Danny Ainge made a, a, a trade in season. All of his deals since then have been in the off season. And so if he doesn't do anything, I'm not going to be surprised. You never know with him, but. Um, yeah. Yeah. You never know with him. And I, I like this team, so I don't really want to see anyone <laughs> traded either, but I, I would like think about Hayward and I don't know why I just think that he he's just been okay and that's not his fault because he's coming off that injury um but I but then I'm like but for who like just another like random white guy like I don't I don't know like (laughs) you know (laughs) well Hayward just he's back to his old self pretty much Um, yeah he's getting better and better yeah, we, we're getting out of him what we expected to get from the beginning. And I think, you know, he has room to improve still. Uh, that I don't want to trade him just when we had to wait two years for him to come back to form. Uh, and wait, you know, if we trade him now, somebody else is going to benefit from all the work that he put in while he was here and we were waiting for it. Yeah. Uh, also, he makes a lot of money. So if you were going to trade him, it would be for a significant piece that would totally change the makeup of the team. Yeah. And, I, and right now, I think the team is pretty perfect. It just They just need to be healthy. They just need to not keep getting injured. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, it's, it's incredible how often they lose somebody. Tonight, uh, they're playing Orlando at home, and... They are without Tice. They're still without Kemba, still without Marcus Smart uh, from a couple of games ago. Right. And Cantor uh, is playing tonight. Okay. Okay. Um, and Hayward is playing. Hayward got some calf injury. What it is, I don't know, but he's going to play. Uh, but, you know, it's just been one after another. Everybody yeah. on the team has missed time, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think they they have. Um 
So do you think they're like really injured or they're just like resting the players in a rotation type way? The only time I felt like anybody was resting was that one night last month, January, uh, they were playing um, Detroit at home and Tatum sat out. They said he had a, a soreness, a, a knee soreness. Okay. I didn't, I didn't really buy that because the next night they were going to play in at Milwaukee and I thought they were giving him a break. Um, and I don't think it, I don't think it was really an injury and it didn't work out because they lost at home to Detroit. So I hope they can avoid doing that. They've had this schedule lately where they've played every other night. This has been going on for two or three weeks now and we'll continue right, right up to the all-star break. They, haven't had time to practice. They don't get a lot of rest. I can understand the whole needing to sit for a while, but I hope they don't have to go there again. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, my, uh, my friend, he's, he's a doctor and he, he was on this podcast before Curtis. Um, he thinks that, um, that Kemba, because, you know, Kemba has never missed a game in Charlotte. But he, he's been missing games here in, uh, in yeah. Boston. So yeah. he thinks that um, he thinks that he's, that he's being rested because they'll need him in the playoffs. So they don't, like, need him overall in the season as much as Charlotte did. Does that make sense? So kind of does, like preserving him. It does make sense. Uh, he's he's older. He's yeah. I don't know if he's turned thirty yet, but he's going to turn thirty soon, if not yet. Yeah. And he's the only thing is he's not being called upon to do everything that he had to do in Charlotte. He, right. I don't know what his usage numbers are now, but I can't imagine that he's being used as much here as he was there because they didn't really have a good team there and they needed his abilities, needed him to take over a lot more than the Celtics need him to take over. So he has some games where he can sort of sit back a little bit and not have to be the man. I, I can see why they would rest him. But then again, who knows? Maybe he's just a little older and a little more susceptible to injury. Yeah. What you were saying, what you were saying, he missed only six games the past four years in Charlotte. And now this year he's already missed more than that. Right. So I, I don't think they're resting him exclusively. I think he's really probably got some sort of issues. Yeah. Yeah. So he's just getting older. It's just what happens when you get old. I don't know. Yes, it does. Take my word for it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, So, um, Al Horford, he said something funny today. Um, I don't know if you saw it. This has nothing to do with Kemba or like trading or anything. (laughs) But Al Horford was talking about his Sixers locker room having like a big problem. Did you see that? I did. He um, said that there was some stuff going on in the locker room and they will be taken care of internally. That's what you meant, right? 
Yes, yes. So they are, yeah. they're having problems, but it's being taken care of internally. So, well, sorry, yeah. Al. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel. I'm just like, oh well. You pick like you you wanted to leave like you didn't. I feel like Al didn't give Danny the time to fix the Kyrie problem. I Al agree was just with like, that. bye. You know, he just didn't take the time. And yeah, like Al's getting old and stuff like that, but he's still good. He is still good. They just don't have the right mix of players, apparently. Yeah. No, that that is like to me, that team is like this the the Celtics last year. Just like a big mess. That's true. Um he's he's the common denominator there. I don't think I'm I'm not saying to blame him. Because he wasn't the problem last year. No, he wasn't the problem. But, you know, he was the team dad, sort of, right? Because right. he was the oldest player, the most experienced. He was level-headed. And I think people look to him for leadership. But I'm not sure. This is my one complaint about Al last year. I don't know how much leadership he really provided. Things were going sideways, and there was stuff happening in the locker room for the Celtics too last year. And he didn't, did he provide any leadership or do anything to help head that off or settle it down? I don't know. We never heard. Yeah. I don't, I don't think so. But I can understand why he left, but like you said, he didn't give Ainge a chance to do anything about it. He took an offer as soon as he could, or probably even before they actually were allowed to negotiate. And yeah. I can't blame them. They gave him an extra year that more than the Celtics were going to pay him. And he made, yeah. he's making a lot of money. This is going to be his last contract probably. And yeah, I can't blame him for that, but it is ironic the way it has worked out for him. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he would be much happy on our team, but also, like, I don't care because you didn't give enough. You, like, you didn't, you didn't wait around. You were just like, okay, I'm leaving. Like, I'm, I right. can't deal with this. I'm leaving. Right. So, well, if he had stayed, we wouldn't have Kemba because the salary cap. There wouldn't have been room right. to, to bring Kemba in. So right. it sort of all worked out for the best. Even though at the time I was pretty upset about it because I thought the Celtics would really miss Horford. And as yeah. it turned out, they don't. They don't. Yeah, too much. yeah. I think they're. I think they're fine in in the like the center. I think that Tice is doing a good job. I think Cantor is doing a good job. He does really good on rebounding. So I think yeah. that I think that's okay. Um, Tice is having a great season. Tice is doing. He's really done everything well. they've asked of him, and he's done it all well. And. I don't think you could ask for anything more from what yeah. he's done. Yeah. Now, the, yeah. The, the the only thing is when you get to the playoffs, then it's a little harder and your flaws get exposed a lot sooner, a lot, a lot quicker. Right. And I hope that it doesn't start to cost them there. If they don't make any changes, you know, they may end up regretting it down the line. But as far as for now, Tyson's done it all. Yeah. And then Cantor, I know, gets a lot of slander on Twitter because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't like him. But he's a good yeah. fit for the team. I like 
it's He's nice good. to see somebody offensive rebound now. Yes. They didn't know yes. didn't always have that. They rarely have had that. That's true and... because I used to think that was illegal when I first started watching <laughs> basketball. I thought it was illegal because my team would never do it. And then they did it a couple of times. I'm like, hey, isn't that illegal? And they're like, no, they're actually supposed to do that. I'm like, oh, <laughs> my team didn't ever do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, li- I like him as because Brad is very good at figuring out what you're good at and then having you just do that. So I think yeah. that, you know, it it's it's good. Cantor um, also seems to be a little bit of a goofy personality. He and is. Yeah. Apparently, that fits pretty well with the team. Yeah, yeah. I think There's... they're all like goofy people, but they're like hard workers. Because when I was in Orlando at that game um, last week or the week before, um, they were all like really working hard and they were just like locked in. It was nice to see compared to the last time I saw them in Orlando when Kyrie was yelling at, at Hayward. Yeah. That was a big night. So different. It was just so different to see because like the bench, the bench then was, they were like, they were yelling at each other and they were mean. And like, you could just feel like the energy of them being just like, annoyed with each other because I sit like I usually try and sit pretty close to the bench when I go there and then this time they were just like all they were like friendly and they were all like locked in and like like Grant Grant Williams was really trying hard and it was just fun to see it was just it's just like a whole different team I hope they don't trade anyone well if they don't I'll be glad to um yeah. uh, I, I still would like to see a bench score but maybe they can pick up somebody in the buyout market. If well, I mean, I don't know about this guy because I don't pay attention to anyone who's not on my team. I'm sorry. I'm like a bad NBA fan. Um, but they were – I just saw just before I, I got to this podcast, I was seeing how the Celtics were interested in Markeith Morris. Does he score off the bench? I don't really know. Markeith Morris? Markeith, yeah, the other twin. Yeah, Marcus's brother. Yes. Uh, he, he's a scorer. I mean, he's supposed to be. I don't think he's quite as good as his brother that we had. Right. Um, but if he gets bought out, it's a possibility. I don't know that he is. I haven't heard that, but I haven't heard a lot about anybody who might be available. So got to wait and see what happens by tomorrow and then look at the rest of that. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm hoping nothing happens, but there there might be. I know a lot of people like to like rumor and think about this and think about that. That's why Capella was like such a problem the past couple of days. And I'm just like, I don't think Danny's into that. I think they might have talked on the phone and like they probably wanted Marcus, and then he probably yeah. just hung up on them. Yeah, I I, I saw think. somebody said that maybe Danny and. Daryl Morey from Houston, because they're friends. They mm-hmm. had worked together. Maybe Danny was just helping him drive up the price. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, when Danny makes moves, you don't usually expect them. You don't. Yeah. They usually yeah, come out of the blue. You didn't see, nobody had any rumors about it. You didn't see it coming. That's true. That's true. Um. Okay, so the next couple games, like the, our weekend games, so they have uh, we have the Magic tonight, 
the Hawks um, on Friday mm-hmm. and the Thunder on Sunday. Um, how do you think that they do on those games? I really don't like to make predictions, although I will <laughs> because you asked me. But just, just I, I always feel like I'm going to jinx something. <laughs> I know. Uh, the uh, the Magic and the Hawks are both going to be rematches of games from the past week. From last week, yeah. Yeah. And they beat both of them right. on the road. So they're going to come into Boston and be, I think, motivated because that does sort of play out. You know, the teams want to make up for when they got beat. They want to pay back the team that beat them. And with a sort of a quick turnaround, it might be tough, especially because the Celtics have the injuries. If they're healthy, they could definitely win all three games. But I'm going to say that they probably will lose one of them. I am going to hope that it's not to the Hawks or the Magic because those are at home in Boston. Right. Might be hard to go into Oklahoma and win there. But you never know because Smart always does well there. That's true. That's true. Back where he went to college. Right. And Capella Capella is not playing for the Hawks. He won't be. Oh, uh, he won't be. As far as I know because he's been injured. He's got a bad heel. Oh, okay, and yeah, because I, I didn't know if he was going to be playing. Like, I don't, I don't pay attention to anyone outside. Yeah, well, I was reading about it uh, today just because of the trade being right. announced, and I, it didn't sound like he was going to be ready to play for a while. Okay, well, that, well that's good, because I have heard of, of, of Capella, so I, he's probably good. You know what people are hoping, Celtics fans, anyway? are hoping that Rob Williams can be what Capella has become. Yes, Rob, as soon as that injury. If the Time Lord, if the yes. Time Lord is, is healthy and can play without getting hurt again, he never seems to last long before he's out. But if he can play and just get some consistency, he's got the ability and the physical talents to do what Capella does, which is pick and roll up to the hoop and – rebound block shots so yeah maybe they already have the next capella yeah i do miss him i hope he gets better soon i hear march he'll be back i'm sorry i heard that about in march he'll be back oh and oh man that's a long time it's a long time (sighs) oh he's been out already i don't know a week a month i mean or more than a month more than a month, yeah. Yeah. I know. I miss him. But overall, I think our team is doing pretty good. I think they got good, good chemistry and good, good stuff. I like this. I like this squad. I think this is probably my favorite squad after you know, like Paul and Kevin and Rondo and all of them. Yeah. I think this one is pretty good. Um, yes, I've enjoyed watching them this season. Yeah. Last yeah. season is a memory. Just a last memory. season, like I couldn't even remember what happened at my game in Orlando last year. I was like, "Did I? Was there a game?" I said, "I'm sure that that I went to a game." Oh, it's the one that that Kyrie yelled at at Hayward. Okay, like <laughs> I was just like, "Oh my gosh, it's the worst." 
<sighs> well, anyway, um, we're about to wrap up here, but I can't, I can't get off of here without just mentioning Kobe Bryant and, and the, the tragic accident that, you know, he, he passed away with his, his daughter, um, that it, I'm not a Kobe fan, but it really like messed me up. I was really sad. I'm still, I'm still sad, but I'm better than I was last week. Um, um, I know that you have, like you have watched the Lakers probably more than me and you probably saw his whole career. I did. Although I really don't like the Lakers. (laughs) I know you don't like perfectly honest. I I don't even (laughs) like to watch them. So. I didn't always see every game, but right. Yeah. Yeah. But you saw, you, you probably saw Kobe like every time he, he played Boston. Oh yes, of course. And, and plenty of other times too. I mean, don't get me wrong. I did see him play a million times. Yeah. Like the finals with different teams. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You couldn't help it because they were always in the playoffs, deep into the playoffs almost every year. It was, it's, it was a stunning, tragic thing that happened to them. Yeah. And I said to somebody that, like in my life, there, there are times where people, famous people, like uh, Princess Diana or John mm-hmm. Lennon. Mm-hmm. And you remember, I do, remember where you were when you heard that news. And I thought that right. this is going to be the same thing for Kobe with a lot of people. Uh, especially of the generation that worships him. Right. And I I felt especially bad about his daughter. I know. That was just the worst. Because I was, was so excited terrible. to watch. I was so excited to watch her play basketball. Like, I was, like, ready for her, like, you know, in the next, like, 10 years. Like, you know, I was excited. I was like, oh, she's going to be, like, coming up in the WNBA and, and I'm gonna watch that. Like I, I remember <laughs> thinking that, you know. Yeah, it could happen. It could have happened. Yeah. It's sad that we won't get to know. I know. I know. And I really loved him as a, um, as an enemy of the Celtics. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. I don't know. If, like, not a lot of people understand that I liked him being like my villain yeah i can understand that i could say the same thing about magic johnson because he was larry bird's opponent you know they were the quote-unquote enemies and the rivals and it was always watching them watching the celtics go against the lakers back when bird and magic played it was excruciating but it was (laughs) because you were always so tense and they were so good the lakers that you just were afraid all the time that they were going to (laughs) win and a lot of time they did and but when you beat them then it felt extra good yes yes so i can understand what you're thinking about kobe in you know the the more uh in the 21st century yeah. Uh, I I was going to tell you one thing that I thought a favorite sort of memory yeah. that I have of Kobe. 
It's not a good one for Kobe. <laughs> My favorite memory is when they would lose. Like when they lost by 39 in game six, 2008. But mm. there was another uh, game that I recall. And this illustrated what he could do. The Celtics won the game, but they were fortunate to do so. It was sometime in the Antoine Walker era. And it was Walker, Antoine, and um, Paul Pierce. You know, so it was probably the uh, early 2000s. And the Celtics were in L.A., and it was a close game. And it came down the last few seconds, and on the last shot that the Celtics had, Antoine threw up this three-pointer, kind of a crazy shot, and it banked in and gave the Celtics a one-point lead. And, of course, everyone in L.A. was shocked, Mm -hmm. and I was screaming in my house, running around, and it was – one second left. This is before the days of replay. And the Lakers called timeout. They set up a play. They inbounded to Kobe. And he had to up fake to get free. And that up fake made him shoot just a little tiny bit too late. And even without replay, they waved off the shot, which went in. He would have won the game. So he's just, he was... He was um, incredible in that way, you know, mm-hmm. deadly. Yeah. Just, it was so hard to beat him. So when you did, it felt real good. Yeah, yeah. I always just remember, like, just hating him and the Lakers. Like, but it was, it was like, fun to hate him. As a person, I liked him. But I loved him being my enemy and just, like, seeing him you know, when beating him was good, like you said. Yeah. And they, uh, my team, the Celtics, now now they're my team. But in, in 2010, when I started watching basketball, my my I started in the 2010 finals in game two, and the Celtics won um, that game. And I, I think, like, like, like if he wasn't there, like I would not have, would I not have wine and basketball? Would I not have basketball? Would not have the Celtics without, without Kobe. So I'm, I think I'm grateful for him in that way, getting his team there to, to have the, and then have the green team there. And then the green team won. So excited. That was, that was my game. So that's, that's like my connection with him. So super sad. So, but I don't really want a sad note. Um, I want to thank you so much, uh, Mike, for coming on. I had so much fun talking to you. Um, we've gone to a couple games together, so. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we have, and they've won. Yeah. Well, except for that last time. They won, they won the, Bull, <laughs> the Bulls game. They won like yeah. a couple of years back, and then we went to the Hawks game, and they did not win that game. That's right. That was a game that. Uh, They were playing, it was the very end of the season, they didn't need to win. And so Brad played it like an exhibition game. He had the starters in for the first three quarters and then played all the rookies in the end and we lost. Right. Not that I hold it against him, Brad. Yeah, it's it's (laughs) fine. He's always like doing some crazy lineups. So Mm. So it'll be fun. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Well, thank um, you for asking me. Yes, thanks so much.
And uh, I, sh- Mari and I might get back to a normal schedule when she gets all settled in 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 Atlanta. And she thanks you for for coming on and, and talking with me. She said, told me to tell you to thank you. Well, I hope she has a great life back in Atlanta and that everything works out for her. Yes, yes, I hope so too. It, it'll be good. It'll be good. So she'll be less cold. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank okay, you, so Aaron. Much, and we will uh, see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.